And welcome to Goblin Talk, with your host, Scandis Ninja the Goblin, Wedgie Two Cheeks, and Azog Greater Goblin. Hello. Hello. So we actually have Dawn, the Kitchen Witch, from Kachina Aurora Kitchen Witchery. Oh my god, I absolutely love her. She's totally like one of my favorite, favorite little kitchen witches ever. Like she made this really yummy food and then and I stuck it in my face and then my face was like, oh my god, this is so good. I would eat it all day long if I had a chance. I'm so hungry. I'm so glad she's here. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing today? I'm so hungry. We need food and oil. And food. And more food and more oil. Do you want the oil for your food, or do you just want to drink the oil straight? Oh, you put it on food? No. Oh, occasionally, <laughs> from time to that. time. Oh. He from had like a whole little like a baby bottle set up with the oil. It was it was pretty smooth. With it. For it. And and what is your favorite oil that I make? I know when I saw you at Spoutwood, you really enjoyed the garlic. Oh, I love garlic. Yeah, I love the garlic. Do you have Do you have fart oil? Uh, not yet, but I I would happily make you some fart oil. fart well, flavored. Hey, I think uh, I think yeah, taco yeah, fart hey. was. Taco farts. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Brussels sprouts. So Azog has been volunteering, generously donating, um, bottling his farts for you that yes. you could turn into a fart oil. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that it's, would be lovely. That would be lovely. Uh, what do you pair with farts? Oh, you really it just goes with everything. Let me just smack the mic around while I say that. It goes well with Brussels yeah, I think, sprouts. I think mushrooms. Mushrooms, because they're such a fun guy. I mean, I think that farts really go good with everything, and so does bacon. So maybe we can make some sort of a fart and bacon oil. Done. Done. It will sell through the roof. That is perfect. Done. I think that's that's genius right there. But it's that's more, why I'm the it's kitchen more, witch. It's more than just the flavor of the oil. We like we like the aroma of fart oil. Yeah, yeah. He's been like yes, putting a little behind not, each ear. Very yeah, and if you so. could if you could just put that on your frying pan and and throw the bacon in it, and then you could cook the you'd have bacon that tastes like farts. I, I mean, just think of this. What about farts that taste like bacon? Yeah, I, th- I think the bacon craze might have gone too far. Though. No, no. You know what we need? Pumpkin spice fart bacon. Oil. Spice pumpkin oil with bacon? Bacon or farts, yeah. Bacon. Bacon farts. I, I, I agree with you, Gandersnitch. I think the pumpkin spice thing has gone a little bit too far. Yeah, when we start mixing pumpkin spice and bacon, we've got issues. I'm, yeah, issues that it's, I'm not eating it right now. Pumpkin risotto and throw some bacon in it. It would be delicious. Oh, my gosh. He's brilliant. Pumpkin risotto with bacon <sighs> yes. in it. Yes. I want to. Do you sell pumpkin risotto? Well, no, I don't sell. I don't sell pumpkin risotto. I sell uh, sweet potato and sage risotto, which would be delicious with bacon. Do you sell bacon? And if you're lucky, it might make you fart, and then everybody would be happy. And you've got an oil. It happens to be my favorite one, and I did not realize the mystical properties of fiery hot passion going on here. I thought it was just the spice, the flavor in it. Yes, the hot pepper. Yep. Yes, yep. and it's delicious. I put that on everything. That's uh, the hot pepper oil, and the hot pepper oil, you know, hot peppers are one of those aphrodisiac foods. They've always been associated with aphrodisiac properties because they make your heart race, and they make you flush, and they get all the blood flowing. So, of course, that's an aphrodisiac food. So in that oil, we combine five different types of peppers to create that sort of smoky sweetness that you like in there, Gandersnitch. And you're right, it's delicious on everything. But I don't know how well it contributes to kissing afterwards. I mean, it definitely not as bad as the garlic breath. That's straight up aphrodisiac. 
Right. The key is to make sure that both people eat it. And then nobody cares. And then nobody cares. So I got this idea. All right. Here you go, Gander Snitch. What you need to do is line up shots of the really hot oil, pepper oil. Right? Yes. Line up shots. And then, you know, go, hey, baby, I got you this shot. And then to do the shots and then um, magic. I know you drink the oil straight. I tried some in hot chocolate today, and it was not a success. Huh. Hmm. Not a success. Not a success. It was a little too greasy. Speaking of which, can you use these oils as a massage oil? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I guess Uh, you could, but I'm pretty sure there are certain places where you wouldn't want hot pepper or garlic on your body. Yeah, no, they're they're strictly meant for food. Yeah, no, strictly strictly for food and for eating. And and not so good in hot chocolate. The hot pepper oil is not so good in hot chocolate, but it's really good in brownie mix. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, if you have a store-bought box of brownie mix and it calls for like half a cup of oil or half a cup of melted butter, add that hot pepper oil in instead. And then you're combining the aphrodisiac properties of the hot pepper with the aphrodisiac properties of the chocolate in the brownie and uh, watch out now. That's That's some good stuff. That's easy for you to say. Let me just say hypothetically, if I invite you over to my place... Uh, and I have a, a place to prepare food that's a, a really brand new pit in the floor with fire. And I said, we will get you whatever ingredients you want if you make us all the food that because we're really hungry. Yeah, what, what are you going to cook for us? What, do, what would I cook for goblins is very different than what I'd cook for everybody else. Uh, for goblins, I would probably make some sort of a roasted pig, some sort oh. of a like a, a pork butt roasted with tons of mushrooms and sweet potatoes and rosemary and onions tons and tons of shredded onions and wow. and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that okay that sounds I, I, just, I just gotta tell you azog's eyes have rolled into the back of his head do you deliver and he's he's uh, <laughs> about to have a seizure uh his tongue is hanging out uh... <laughs> that's, that's how you talk dirty to a goblin oh my god can we, we can't air this we can't air this is too racy there's gonna be a riot over this one but azor brings up a good point do you deliver not in the way that you would want me to like i couldn't bring over roasted pork right now but uh we do ship our, all of our products done deal deal i love it i'm googling it now I'm putting this on my list of Google Daily. So you're Italian, right? Very much so, yes. Here in Gablonia, we don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving, but we're getting into the spirit of it because I, I believe it's a holiday you just eat until you pass out. I'm and in. then there's something about televised beating each other up over a ball or something after a parade. I No, I think the ball is more food. I think the ball is more food. Do they celebrate Thanksgiving where you're from? Uh, well, you know, I guess theoretically Thanksgiving is an American holiday and not an Italian holiday. So probably in Italy, not. Um, but uh, my family is is from, you know, America, kind of. I mean, you know, like my grandma came over uh, from Italy when she was very, very little. And so I grew up celebrating Thanksgiving. Um, and this year I'm having a very, very special Thanksgiving. I'm having a quiet Thanksgiving at home and I might not even cook a big turkey. I might just make stuffed turkey breasts with spinach and, you know, like maybe a cream sauce and just, it's just going to be my husband and myself. And I'm very, very, very much looking forward to it. What about the it's, big cartoon shaped balloons? Is oh, that part of it too? Oh yeah. The giant monsters are parading down Manhattan. Ah. I mean, I love monsters. Anytime we can see monsters parading in the street, I think that's I think that's a monster's right. She's pro monster. Pro monster, and she's 
like good with pork butt. I love this woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I will probably take part and watch the Monsters Rights Parade. I think it's important that they have rights as well, don't you think? Wow, she's she's amazing. Completely. Will you all be watching the parade? Um, if if it's giant inflatable creatures, yes. It scares me, so no, I won't be. No, no, it's it's okay. We we got one of him those little uh, hug hugging like sweater coat vest things that they give puppies for thunderstorms. We got a set of that for Azog for uh to watch parades, and it actually um makes him hug himself. It's got buckles in the back. Oh, it's white too. It's stylish white. Yeah, it's it's white, and it hugs him. He he's hugging himself really hard, uh, and then we cinch it really tight, and he can't get out, and he can't you know worry anymore because he's you know got to hug himself yeah oh that's good now when when you put him in his huggy coat does he get to spend some time in a very comfortable um fluffy room yeah it's like one of those inflatable bouncing houses he loves those (laughs) i just have a visualization of azog in his huggy coat in a bouncy house and if that's what happens on thanksgiving at your house i might have to come visit because i'd really love to see that it's not really a house it's more of a hovel yeah, it's a hike. And before we started doing that, there were lots of things thrown. We get all of Wedgie's relatives together and, and things get set on fire and things are thrown about and it's just not altogether pleasant. Well, that kind of does sound like an Italian family Thanksgiving. Are you part yeah, goblin? I think I, I might be. I think that it's surprising how similar, you know, the American Thanksgiving traditions are with those of goblins. It's oh, yeah. it's really I mean really there's more similarities between us than there are differences aren't there? I think they're they're definitely appropriating our culture. That's I think they exactly, are too. Yeah, yeah, right. There's all kinds of goblin culture appropriation going around, and you know, green initiative. Come on, what is that? The pilgrims did not meet Indians at the first Thanksgiving. They actually met goblins. Yeah. Historical we, fact. We we showed them how to wear turkeys as hats. Oh yes, that turkey hats is yeah. that was all that was your people. Yeah, that's where stuffing the turkey comes from. And corn cob shoes. Corn cob shoes. I haven't it, seen corn cob shoes. Now, what happens if your feet get hot? Does the, does the corn then pop? Popcorn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hello. And then you eat your shoes yep. with Katina yeah. witch oil on it. Ah, yeah, yeah of course. Really good at popcorn. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Yes, I made popcorn the other day with macaroni and cheese mix. I was attempting to make cheese flavored popcorn. It was disgusting. I should have just used the Kachina Aurora oil. Do you have a cheese-flavored oil? No, I don't have a cheese-flavored oil, but I have a good tip for you. Okay. If you make popcorn in the traditional way, you know, like on on the stove, not in the microwave, but you make it in the the stove, you can use the the Kachina olive oil to pop the popcorn in, and then you can drizzle. I like to drizzle the, um, the garlic oil on top of the hot popcorn. And then throw a cup of grated Parmesan or grated Romano cheese on. And then you have that sort of Parmesan garlic popcorn. It's delicious. Stop it. Stop it. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to the kitchen. So, Don, I've noticed that you've kind of gotten pretty popular, pretty big and impressive on the cover of magazines. And and you've got your own cooking show. And you're at festivals and fairs and events and conventions. And we saw you at Spoutwood Farms. Mayday Fairy Festival, but what is it that that you actually do? What is it that I actually do? Uh, I do everything. So I I run the company Puccina Aurora, right? And the company is a manufacturing facility, and we make all these beautiful products. So I'm I'm I make it's me down in 
my warehouse making oils and dips and risottos and everything is 100% all natural. Everything is gluten free. Uh, they're spectacular. And then on the other side of things, um, I also teach classes on kitchen witchery food magic, the idea of spiritual nutrition, putting good intentions into the food as you're cooking, seasonal eating. Um, I do the videos. I do uh, quite a bit of of writing. Um, and um, I do some local uh, TV and radio appearances as well up here in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. So I'm a very, 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 very busy kitchen witch. Wow. And, and you do it all yourself? I do have staff and they're just amazing and fantastic, but I do most of the heavy lifting. Are they goblins? Are you hiring goblins? No. Do you need an oh, Azog? no, we haven't. I would you love an Azog. And let me just say this so everybody out there knows Azog saved my tent. Well, he saved my product this past year. And uh, there was a big storm that came through and my tent was the only one that was annihilated. And thank goodness Azog was there. And saved all my product from breaking and covered everything up. And he is a goblin hero. It's just important everybody oh, knows shucks. how much we appreciated what he did. Thank you so but much, Azog. It was amazing. You are welcome. But in all truth, Azog was not alone. It was a big community group effort to save yes. it all. I was just the first to call the alarm. I have to say, people were so amazing. The goblins, the fairies. Everybody was so amazing to come and run to our aid, and I wasn't even there. And by the time I found out what had happened, everything had been taken care of and uh, showed up in the morning, and everything was fine, and there was a new tent put up. And and that was just really showing the, the wonderful love of the uh, Spoutwood community and all the people there. It was just it was just incredible, and uh, I thank you, Azog, for being there, and everybody else who kind of saved my butt there. It was pretty incredible. It was pretty incredible. Spout, I don't think I've ever seen. Spout one is full of awesome here. people. Yeah, I like I like it the is. Spout one, and and they're all good folks there. I was already asleep. I had no idea what happened to your tent. I had absolutely nothing to do with it, but I gladly ate the bread and the oil the next day. Yes, you did. I believe I do have some video footage of that, Ganderson. You do. <laughs> You do. I think you thought that maybe you did not have our permission to put those commercials that we did for you on primetime network television. And I'm here to tell you that you absolutely do have our permission oh, to air those good. as your big network television commercials. Yeah, we're, we're a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely a pretty, pretty big deal. Right. Right. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. as well. Yeah, we can air them in Kablonia. Absolutely. Oh, we have Absolutely. I will let people know that they are there once again because they've been up for a while. And I think, um, you know, the new uh, web series, the Making Mealtime Magic series, is getting quite a bit of recognition. And so those those uh, commercials you guys did for me were, you know, before that. So I'm going to put them up again and make sure everybody can see them because yeah. everybody should see how beautiful you all are. We, we are. And we watched them again today. And they're funny. I saw your YouTube show. I thought the show was very good. You were making balls of some sort, orange balls. Yes. And there yes. was a nice counter that counted down how many times you said the word balls. I thought that was an amusing touch. I do love balls. Yes. Who doesn't? My questions for you, or my, first my comment. I thought there was entirely not enough swearing or throwing things. And I think if you want to, to really make a name for yourself as a professional television kitchen yeah, person. Yeah, they all do that. They, they all, all do that. They all swear things, and throw things. And they and, swear and, a lot. And call and, each other uh, horrible names. Yeah, really. They're really mean. They're yeah. really mean. <laughs> I'm too nice is what you're saying. I think so. And number yeah. two, 
Where do you get those kitchens? I see them on TV. They're absolutely friggin' spotless. They have everything you need to do your recipe in them. My kitchen doesn't look anything like that. So is there a store that you can just go and buy and say, I want the TV kitchen. Just do it. Right? It's a big box store. Right. Really, I'm just, I'm going to a big box store and I'm just using it and I'm hoping that you know the staff doesn't mind that's really what's happening there I'm oh that's a brilliant idea they have to hours. clean it yeah they have to <laughs> clean it up for you too don't they right exactly. and that's and great. what's happening is the throwing and the swearing it happens but we edit that all out oh no you should totally leave that in that gives it that gritty kitchen witch on the street feel so don do you have a favorite recipe is there is do you have a favorite food one favorite food well no i do i do tomatoes i would have to say tomatoes are my absolute oh. favorite food of all time I like Especially in the summer months. Tomatoes are the one food that I need to eat all year round. You know, like in the summertime, maybe you crave watermelon and you eat watermelon all the time. Or then in the wintertime, maybe you're craving bread and you eat that all the time, whatever it is. But you don't necessarily want those same things throughout the year because, you know, when it's hot, you want one thing. When it's cold, you want another. For me, tomatoes are the one food that I want no matter what it is like outside or anything. I love tomato sauce. I love to, you know tomatoes in a salad i love stewed tomatoes you know any any way i can get tomatoes into my body i'm very happy so well not anyway that's i was not gonna say home. that there's that a was, way did you hear <laughs> us look at each other when you <laughs> said my, that into my mouth into my mouth okay gender did you dirty goblin it wasn't me it was totally <laughs> reggie no, i just no. vocalized the expression yeah yeah, we looked at each other. I have a question. Do you sort your foods by the effects it has on your body? Like um, like peppers make you burp, uh, beans make you fart, uh, asparagus makes your pee smell funny. Do you sort, do you like coordinate meals by how is this going to make me smell at the end of the day? No, 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 I don't actually. Maybe but it's I something never... we should think about. Yeah, a cookbook. Like, make your pee smell funny. I'd buy a copy of that. I'd be too. That'd be a good book. As long as it was a scratch and sniff book. Um, it may, it's, it's got to be a scratch and sniff. Right, right. You has to scratch be. the asparagus and see what the pee would smell like. This is actually brilliant. It is actually brilliant. I, I can't believe no one's thought of this. I think I think it would make a brilliant children's book. Ah. Oh. Millions, you'd make millions. You mean a book made out of children? And moving on, uh, at some point in the show, I know we mentioned holidays, and there's a big gift-giving holiday coming up. Are you doing anything special for that? At Cochino Aurora, we've put together some really, really beautiful gift baskets, and they have nice sampling of you. This one has, you know, a bottle of garlic oil, and then it has a package of risotto, and then another one has, you know, one of everything. So... We're doing that at Cochina Aurora, and that's sort of a big deal because people have been asking us to do gift baskets forever, and we've not really had the opportunity to be able to do that. So I'm excited about those. Me, myself, personally, I have not even begun any sort of holiday shopping yet. I won't, I'm won't. i a last-minute kind of person. I won't start shopping until like a week before the holiday, and then I'll be like, oh, crap, there's nothing left in the stores. And then I'll just bake a bunch of cookies and give them to everybody. There you go. I, I'm on your With list. With the though. oil inside the cookies, right? Or I might just make my own cookies. We sell a, a cinnamon oatmeal raisin cookie and a double dark chocolate hazelnut cookie, and they're both gluten-free, and then you just bring them home and you add some wet ingredients gluten. to them. That's what I was going to say. Can, can you add gluten? Extra glutens. All those glutens that you don't use in your products 
I would like to have them. I'm on an extra gluten diet. So what I'll do is I'll package up all those extra glutens in big, big boxes and I'll send them to you. And I'll make sure that the boxes are painted green so they know that you're there for you. That would be very nice. Yeah, uh, the, the holiday season is known as Give Azog Everything. Now, where do people get these holiday gift baskets? Are, are you hiding them in the bushes like Easter eggs? You have to find yours in the bushes. Everybody else can find them at cucinaaurora.com. Um, or they can call us in the office and all of our information is on our website. And you can like the Facebook page and you can subscribe to the Kachina Aurora YouTube channel and get all those videos and everything links together. So if you find just one and you like it, you'll be having access to all the social media and all the website. And then you'll be able to find all the products and have them shipped wherever you are and you will be happy and so will your belly. Yeah, I think it's totally worth it. I'm just going to go to your website and my Christmas shopping for everyone will be done. I will be happy to, to do that and send everybody you know presents. Yeah, I'm only shopping for me. Everybody else can, can deal with themselves. Since this is our Thanksgiving episode, before we say goodbye to Don, why don't we all say something that we are thankful for? That's very sweet. You go first. Me? Yes. Yeah, I'm thankful that I don't have to have any of you over at my house for Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that Azog hasn't eaten everything I have. I'm thankful that I'm going to eat everything that Wedgie's going to get. And I'm thankful for all of your fantastic farts and that you had me on your show. Aww. We like you. Yeah, yeah we're going to so have sweet. to have you come back. Unfortunately, we're now out of time. So we're going to have to say goodbye to Dawn, goodbye. the Kitchen Witch from Kachina Aurora Kitchen goodbye. Witchery. It was goodbye. so nice talking to you. Goodbye. Here, we'll give you a party gift. <laughs> that was a little weak. Boy. <laughs> Give it to her again, Wendy. That's better. Both barrels. That's better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.